0: Hello and welcome to PaizoCon Online 2021. My name is Aaron Shanks and I'm Paizo's marketing and media manager. And it's my privilege to get things started today. Um, this is the No Direction pre-show seminar, the first show of day one. Of uh, there, are, there will be seven seminars today and we are hosts will be the team at No Direction. So let me introduce to you three of the four team members of No Direction, uh, Ryan Costello, Parham, and Lauren Sig. Hello and welcome. Hey, Aaron. Hello, How so <laughs> nice to have you all here. Yes, I just decided to introduce you all at once. Now, um, I just wanted to spend a moment uh, getting to know each of you. Um, Ryan, I I think of you as uh, the fearless leader. Why don't you tell everyone about No Direction and yourself? Well, it's
1: a scary job, but luckily I have no fear. No Direction is a fan and uh as it's come to be a content creator website dedicated to paizo's games and just to the things that are of interest to paizo fans so we have a news show about pathfinder stuff we have a news show about starfinder that's no direction and no direction beyond we have uh topical informative shows like legend lore which is pathfinder 2e dissected and that's hosted by lauren who will tell you much more about it and we have the equivalent which is uh oh boy, uh, Digital Divination. That's John Godek and uh, Paizo's own Ron Lundin. And then we have several actual plays. We've got Valiant, which is a 2E actual play, Adventurous, which is a 1E actual play, and Intrepid Heroes, which is a Starfinder actual play, as well as just a variety of blogs and one-shots and so many other just like shows that are of interest to the Pathfinder and Starfinder fans. So we've got... uh, Game Design unbox, which is a board game specific one, but we know that there's a lot of crossover between board game fans and Pathfinder and Pyzo fan uh, and Starfinder fans. And I am the Indeed. director of logistics, so I just make sure that the blog trains are running on time.
0: Excellent. Welcome. Happy to have you here. Um, we'll next talk to the man with many names. Uh, today, I'll just introduce him as Harem. Harem, go ahead.
2: Hey, yeah, I'm Parim. I've been with Ryan almost as long as this choo-choo's been running. Uh, I am the uh, director of production over at KD, and I help make sure that all the tech and, uh, you know... uh art and other such things come into place so that all those content and all those shows are possible and uh, also participate as a host over on No Direction Prime as well as I play you know, as a cast member in No Direction Adventurous as Glanville and you've probably seen me pop up all pretty much all over the entire network from time to time. Uh, I very much am a humongous fan of Pathfinder ever since the launch and then again Starfinder and it's just I really believe that No Direction succeeds because we have this enthusiastic love of this really cool set of games and worlds to play in, and it shows through in all the products and uh, podcasts and and stuff that we produce over at KD.
0: Welcome, Perrin. It's great to have you here. Um, And last but never least, uh, Lauren, why don't you tell everyone about yourself and your participation in No Direction?
3: Well, hello. Howdy, everybody. Let's see. I am no directions, unofficial director of mischief. I don't do it on purpose. It just kind (laughs) of happens. Uh, I'm also our, I'm also our Dova queen. So, uh, I, I came into the network, uh, doing the dear Dova queen blog, which was an advice column for people wanting to play tabletop role-playing games a little bit better than maybe they were used to. And I moved into doing adventurous where I play Lily Campbell who is another creature of mischief and chaos. Um, I've started the Bend the Knee blog. I've just got my fingers in a lot of little pies here at No Direction, but the one I think I'm most known for now is Legend Lore, where I co-host with Paizo's own Luis Loza. And we kind of dig into Pathfinder 2E, and we pull out all these really cool concepts. We kind of talk about talk about the different things you can do with the classes, with some of the ancestries. We explain some of the more complicated rules a little bit better. We take some of the less complicated rules and make them more complicated for the sake of fun. Uh, we have, one of my favorite things on this show is that when we do classes, Luis does a Batman test, which I think Ryan invented. And I do a Viking test because if you don't put the reins on me, I will do every one of my builds as a Viking. So that's a way we can kind of get the Viking out of a system, and then I can start doing other builds. And yes, I challenge you, name a class that cannot be done as a Viking. You can't do it.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Well, in fact, in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, <laughs> I seem to recall Viking is an archetype and can be applied to every class. So <laughs> there you go. Mission accomplished. Uh, welcome, Lauren. It's ha- great to have you here as well. Um, I wanted to, so the framework of the next hour is for us to get to know No Direction a little bit and understand the, the history of, of uh, No Direction and PaizoCon it, itself. And then we're going to move into the agenda that we all have to look forward to, just hitting some of the highlights of things that I think are awesome and that you're not going to want to miss. Uh, so there, it's, it's, it's going to be casual, lighthearted intimate. Um, and that's how PaizoCon actually is in real life. When you go to the convention, um, it is in a hotel at at SeaTac, uh, outside of Seattle at the, the, uh, the area of our airport. And, uh, it's usually seven, 800 people, I think. Um, and very accessible and casual and um, intimate. And that's what we love about it. It's gotten bigger over the years and it will continue to get get bigger. Um, For contrast, last year we had our first Piozacon online and realized just how much that uh, increased the accessibility of the Piozacon experience. This year we know we have uh, over 950 tables uh, of people playing online. We know that we have over 1,200 attendees on Discord so far. Uh, And so that gives you a a contrast as to the difference between PaizoCon Online and PaizoCon Live. Uh, No direction. Tell me about how you first got involved in in PaizoCon. Think back to your first PaizoCon experience and, and what was that like and how has it evolved and changed over the years?
1: So my first PaizoCon right, in person was 2010, which was PaizoCon 3, technically. And the first one was really just this small fan-oriented thing where they were throwing a party, essentially. The local fans were throwing a party for Paizo, who had announced Pathfinder and were putting out some cool products. But Pathfinder had not yet come out yet. But uh, Tim Nightingale and the local community there put together uh, a, just a gathering where it's like, people that are excited about the game want to talk to the creators and remind them. You're awesome. Your game is awesome. Thank you. And then the next year, it got much bigger. And by the time that I went, the third year, uh, it was big enough that they needed to book hotel space for the gaming and for I believe it might have been the first year with a banquet. So I was first brought to, like Puzzicom was first brought to my attention when I had Tim Nightingale on my other podcast as a guest. And so something that I I feel like we've done over the years of like letting people know what's cool out there. It was cool that I just heard about something that I was like this is. I need to go to this. This sounds like 100% my people and my place to be. So Pisacon 2010 was my first one. I bought a portable recorder. Cause I knew there was going to be seminars and I would just sheepishly walk up to the host and be like, can I record this? And I did not tell them I was going to release it online. And years later I was like, I don't know if I was allowed to do that. But we did, and that's where the tradition <laughs> of No Direction recording and releasing a lot of these seminars from PaizoCon started. I only got the ones that I specifically went to. It wasn't for a couple of years before I became brave enough to just leave the recorder and leave the room and go do gaming or other socializing.
0: Indeed, I think those there's there's a treasure trove of archival audio recordings of PaizoCons uh, in the years past that you'll find at No Direction. And uh, if, if for the diehard fan, um, I, I, I think that's a, a great place to, to go back and, and listen and understand the, the growth of the game and the evolution of the company. I myself only started with Paizo three years ago. Uh, and so my first PaizoCon con was, uh, I tiptoed in actually, I was uh, part-time as the PR manager for my first year. Uh, and as some of you know, I was involved in uh, professional theater and I had a gig that weekend. And, uh, so showed up, uh. I had like four shows, you know, to do and wasn't able to actually make PaizoCon (laughs) and showed up on a Monday at the hotel, just sort of like looking around going, wow, this was a happening and I'm just writing the coattails. Um, so that was my first taste. And then, um, the next year, uh, boy, the next year I was full-time marketing, uh, manager with, uh, with Paizo and, uh, we had, um, a change in staff and, um, the, I was put in, in charge of managing the, the Twitch stream, uh, for PaizoCon for the first time and attending it for the first time. And that is pretty, a pretty good segue, I think, to, uh, how param jumped in and the no direction team were there to support me in making sure that all the seminars were on Well, we had a, a Twitch room and everything was recorded in that room. And, um, and that was so, applied by the city of pants experience, but I think a successful one, and I want to thank you, No Direction, yeah. for making that happen. Parham, why don't you go ahead and talk about your right. first No Direction, your first PaizoCon experience, and then bring people up to speed with where, where I joined in.
2: So with KD, uh, we were kind of dividing the labor between the two big cons that Paizo participates in and makes a lot of their big announcements. The con half was being handled by Ryan and I was taking uh, the reins for the GenCon half and recording all the seminars that you all do over at GenCon. About four years ago, I finally got the chance to actually fly across the country and attend PaizoCon in person. And the very next year, um, I, I'm the, the, uh, the clearing call went out because you all were actually at the time I was already planning. No direction was already planning on doing the live stream with some it of did. your previous employees. And it so did. when there was a change of staff, uh, that became so much more important that, uh, our involvement keep going. And so it was basically me and you, Aaron and the crew and, uh, trying to set up PaizoCon's first online streaming seminar series. And that was a fun experience. It was great. The infamous Coke machine made its appearance and all sorts of fun. Uh, but it was, as we had just done Gen Con earlier, the, the, the pr- a few months before for the Gen Con, mm-hmm. and we kind of were getting a taste for what online streaming a convention could be. And we did two PaizoCons like that. um, um uh, my team and your team together doing the live streaming of the big room while at the same time Ryan and the rest of the crew were frantically recording every other seminar. Like, if you attend the PaizoCon in person, you can attend you know, if you went at it, you could attend like 12 or 16 maybe seminars. Um, but we made sure all 40 plus of them, well we, I don't think we ever hit a hundred percent. There was always like a technical difficulty where we'd lose one or two, um, but like 40 plus seminars. So like the people that listen to the seminars after the facts and the recordings actually get to listen to more content than if you were actually there in person. And we wanted to just sort of live broadcast that out. And then the year after, uh, we did two years of that in person, and then of course we know what happened last year and uh and my team and your team had to frantically put together the first uh puzzle online streaming event and now we're working with uh two kings the uh, the dragons and things people to bring you this one and boy is this a, i mean it's, it's improving every single time we do it
0: yeah i'm really looking forward to everything we have to share with everyone and uh that's the new normal. Uh, evolving, every every event is just a little different, and uh, and and yet uh, we all work together and and uh, improve the experience as we go. So I want to say thank you for your your partnership, and uh, and and give everyone some context as to the history between Paizo and No Direction and and PaizoCon. Uh, and, and why they will be our hosts for the rest of the convention. You won't see me until the very end when I have a chance to check in with them and talk about how it all went. Um, so it's wonderful that we'll have members of No Direction there helping with uh, seg- uh, segues or uh, it, mostly interviews. We, we, we have you scheduled for some one-on-one interviews uh, with individual Paizo staff so that you can, you know, there'll be a, a seminar about a new book or a new adventure path, and then we've got to an opportunity for one individual for that that panel to to step out and be interviewed by you. Uh, and go a little bit more in depth as into what that product is about and uh, what that creator is about. So that's how you'll see No Direction. Also, at the beginning of every day, I want to plug you uh, there, you have either 15 minutes or half an hour on uh, Saturday and Sunday to have a little check in with everyone. So, you know, if you're on the um, West Coast, maybe maybe you're grabbing your, your second or third cup of coffee and you're tuning in to to, to PaizoCon uh, online, on Twitch, and uh, No Direction will be there to greet you and uh, to get you warmed up for the day's activities before the, the uh, Paizo staff seminars um, occur. Uh, let's move on to, uh, to Lauren. Tell us about your PaizoCon experiences, please.
3: So my first PaizoCon was before I had even joined No Direction. It was about five years ago. It was after I had started my Dear Dova Queen advice column and i i went too try hard with it i printed out a t-shirt that said dear dova queen like game studios i printed out a bunch of business cards for dear dova queen with like my name and the email on it and i went to paizo just to make connections just to try and break into the industry you know and it was short after i had such a good time and i did i met so many amazing people from paizo and from some of the third party uh companies around paizo and it really worked. I got started writing content with Legendary Games after that. Ryan came to me and said, hey, we really like your blog. Do you want to bring it to the network? And ever since then, when when no direction goes to GenCon or to Con, as long as my education doesn't get in the way, because I'm a, I'm a grad student right now, my time is pretty limited. But I make as much as possible for Pathfinder, as long as my education isn't getting in the way. I'm there behind the scenes, helping with the cameras, talking, and just trying to limit my mischief as much as I can. Not easy.
2: No. Ever no, since Lawrence well, joined, she's be ever since Lauren's joined, she's been part of the heart of No Direction. I can't hardly even imagine what the network would be without her at this point. Indeed. Orderly. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I think
0: most of our players identify with uh, with a mischief centered sense of play. So uh, I don't do it on purpose. <laughs> no, of course you don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> I
3: don't. It just happens.
0: But I think I think that just makes everything more accessible. So thanks for each of you bringing your your unique, authentic uh, sensibilities and personality to to the convention this weekend. Um,
2: I think. Um, yeah. Go ahead. So I think th- we... Last year's PazoCon Online, and I'm really hopeful this year's PazoCon Online really does share a lot with what PazoCon has always been about, which is about this really close personal connection to the community that we're all part of. Um, the, the bar chat channels over that like, get involved in the Discord, get involved with the bar chats, make sure you're asking questions and participating in the seminars, because that is what makes PazoCon special and why it's really worth it to be involved with this production and with, with this event every time that you're able to. It's something that you're not going to be able to get when you meet them at one of the bigger conventions because it's just so much uh, going on. You're not going to get the same experience at Gen Con. You're not going to get the same experience when uh, you're able to meet with the, some of the Paizo team. It's like a PAX or, or somewhere else. Uh, the Paizo Con online is, is really something special and make sure that you're, you're making the most of it.
0: Thanks. Thanks. Um, you know, while we're on the topic of Discord, let's let let me do a little housekeeping and talk about what's going on on uh, the the Discord channel. Of course, most of you at this point um, probably know your way around our different um, digital venues. Of course, you found us on Twitch at official Paizo, and uh, the, of course, our main website landing page is is PaizoCon dot uh, com and you can go that's that's the the vanity URL and you can click that and it'll go to the webpage that has links to um, Warhorn and Discord and Twitch those are the main platforms in in which PaizoCon online occurs um, the Twitch server uh, pardon me the Discord server is uh, the Paizo events server you might find us casually call it the PaizoCon server at some point because uh, that's what it's hosting this weekend, but it is in fact the 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 Paizo Events Discord, so that we can use that same platform for all the online digital events that we produce. Um, and once you're there, uh, you, you know access is free; you don't pay to participate on Discord. Um, they have all sorts of really wonderful things like um, free social media frames that you can access to celebrate PaizoCon. Um, unique emoji reactions, uh, and uh, we're pr- we're posting the day's agenda there for everyone to see. You'll be able to find the day's agenda as a blog on on our website. Uh, there are emails being sent to you, there are social media posts going out, and the same information is posted, uh, posted on Discord. So you should be able to find your way around to the events that most interest you. Um, Discord is just a great place to, to chat. The staff is doing uh, Ask Me Anythings, uh, so you can have access to staff members directly and chat with them. Um, that's the, where you can go to get some handholding to understand how to get involved in organized play or on the online play that's occurring uh, this weekend. So that's really our, our social hub. And, and uh, I encourage everyone to, to check that out. Um, a lot of our Paizo partners, our licensed partners have channels unique to them and they're doing special events throughout the weekend. So you can go and, and just drop into one of their channels and attend something for an hour or two. That's unique to what that Paizo partner is producing. Uh, so there's a a huge uh, hub of activity there that you don't want to miss. Um, and, uh, let me, let me give you a little framework. We've got, um, prizes we're giving away as well. There's over all of our Paizo, licensed Paizo partners have contributed over 400 prizes, gift uh, codes for us to give away. And so you might want to simply uh, make sure you're, you're there on Discord for the, the prize giveaways that are going to occur um, all weekend long through Monday. Um, any other thoughts about the the discord experience that you at no direction want to contribute or share or point out to anyone before we move on to twitch
2: that it didn't oh, i know time. i had
1: a good time at the bar last year
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Get in the bar anytime you're not doing anything else. It's just a fantastic place to hang out and chat with everybody. And I know that, like, the the Paizo peeps uh, show up in there and and help. When you're at the physical PaizoCon, the bar is the best place to be, almost, uh, because you just get to just casually hang out with the people that create these amazing games. And the bar chat is is. Especially last year, and I'm really hopeful this year will be a similar right. experience. Was almost as good as doing it in person. So go do that for sure. Indeed. Um, and, well, and Aaron, you know, we've got a. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Aaron, we've got a question in Twitch here that I think is super important and pertinent at the moment from an O. Stevens, which I'm pretty sure is Owen Casey Stevens, uh, is asking um, when there is an in-person PuzzleCon again, or maybe next year. Are we going to continue to do robust online components?
0: Yes, we know what we're calling it a hybrid convention from here on out. Well, from 2022 on out, we know that we need to produce the same physical convention that we always have. And we know that this digital convention is incredibly successful and and we couldn't really live without it. Exactly how we're going to create a hybrid convention is, of course, still being discussed. Um, it, it will be interesting. It, there's, a, there's a lot of logistics to work out. As I said, every Pyzocon seems to bring something new, uh, a different way of bringing you the, a, a, the same intimate experience, um, an evolved intimate experience. So yes, we do expect there to be... I mean, the joke would be there's going to be a physical bar at the hotel, <laughs> at PaizoCon, and then is there some way to app, connect the bar on Discord to the bar in the room? You know, is there a monitor or a, most likely a laptop in in the room so that you know you can make that conversation sort of connected? I mean, I think those are the sorts of little things we're going to we'll talk about, explore. We don't have any official announcements. I like to dream big. I like to spitball things and you know throw it against the wall and see if it sticks, but. Uh, yeah, uh, if that's Owen, that that's definitely in our plans. Um, so I wanted to um, briefly talk about organized play. Uh, and I wanted to point out that in order to get involved in games, you go to Warhorn to sign up. There is a, a $20 fee, $25, I believe, to, uh, to play the whole weekend long. Um, and that there are availability there is availability in in the games that have been scheduled while we have 950 plus tables of games scheduled there's still availability for people to drop in so if you know your way around virtual tabletop gaming um or think you do but want some hand holding you know between Warhorn and the volunteers who are standing by uh on discord they will get you to a game the thing i wanted to point out is that I'm not really sure we, we banged we, we hit this drum as hard as maybe we could have, is that uh, the Warhorn also has a, a free demo mode. So if you're new to Pathfinder or Starfinder and just want to explore, you can sign up for a demo Warhorn account for free. And someone will take you through a Starfinder or a Pathfinder demo. Um I'm sort of, I I like to be a big champion and advocate of, of new players. And so I wanted to make sure that that was said aloud, there are ways there's, you know, you can, you can join in, you don't have to know these games like the back of your hand in order to have a good time this weekend.
2: Okay. And so it's not, oh, sorry. And absolutely, oh, it's ahead. not too late to go ahead and drop right in. Uh, if you if you were to sign up, not only are there the free demo tables, but I do know, uh, I'm also a venture officer, so I do know that the, uh, the organized play team is diligently ready and prepared to just people who have not had any chance at all to prep for this, to get them into games uh, as quickly as possible. So even if this is your first time hearing about Pathfinder or Starfinder, or you've never even thought about playing it before, it's not too late to just get into some games this weekend.
0: Indeed, indeed. Well, now I wanna shift gears and talk about the Twitch schedule a little bit and and, uh, wet your whistle, as they say, um, about the things to look forward to. We have, um, as I said, Oh, i don't think i've said this out loud yet there are 21 seminars over the course of three days on twitch the first seminar of the day will always be no, no direction um introducing everyone to the day's events i have scheduled over 75 full screen high definition images to be shown over the course of those three days thanks to the moderators of those panels and our production team at 2Kings slash the DAT network. So there's a lot of gorgeous art that's going to be shown. We'll have staff members talking about all the different topics, all the different products, all the different product lines. I also want to point your attention to, well, I want to contrast that with Eric Mona's uh, keynote, which will come come up at noon in just a half hour. He has over 100 images to show you. Um, so by the time by the time PaizoCon is done, you're going to see some of the most gorgeous art in the industry, in my humble opinion. Since I didn't make any of it, I could just like shout out, shout it from the rooftops about how incredible this art is. Um, I'm very proud to showcase it for you this weekend. It's I think we're all as a company really really moved by. The uh, the imagery and the and the arts that we're able to share with you. Uh, so I wanted to bang that drum, and then and then talk about uh, the the convention's activities, uh, the seminars. I th- just to, to let you know today we have after Eric Eric Mona's keynote we have a behind the pages Galaxy ex- Exploration Manual seminar. That's for the newest Starfinder hardcover that uh, has actually already started to be shipped out. Uh, and our subscribers get their PDFs when their book ships. So we know some of you, um, have already seen a PDF of that product and, uh, some of you, your hardcover has already arrived. Um, so that will be a really fresh conversation about a book that's, you know, just hitting the streets now. Um, the Galaxy Exploration Manual, do you have any hype for that that you want to share i'm
2: hype i'm hyped for it but i haven't got to dig through it that's uh, our our beyond or no direction beyond team which is alex and james and vanessa they're the ones that are going to be dissecting that and they have been basically bugging my ear on chat about uh, their hype for that book for weeks now
0: (laughs) excellent well i think we're all going to enjoy a deep dive that the panel can bring and then have a conversation about it um Later, because following the uh, Galaxy Exploration Manual is uh, Tales from the Page, no direction interview with Starfinder designer Joe Passini. Um, so you'll be able, to, so our, our Ryan and Param, you'll be able to, to pick Joe's brain a- about the book. I think I'm really excited to uh, to see that. I think people will want to understand that Joe, his main role in the Starfinder line is is are the rules uh and the hardcovers and growing the uh the hardcover line for the starfinder line. And he's the genius behind the uh deck of many worlds, the the card deck that lets you um create your own planet your own planet with a culture and planet and culture and environment based on how you deal out uh, a card deck, and cards from a deck. And I, th- I think that the Galaxy uh, uh, Exploration Manual is going to partner well with that product. So um, that's something to look forward to in that hour-long conversation. Um, what did you guys think about the deck? Uh, no direction, Did you, you remember seeing that?
3: Mm-hmm. I'm honestly really excited to start using this when I'm brainstorming ideas for a homebrew campaign. And not even just for Starfinder. I mean, obviously, this works well for galaxies, but imagine its implications if you just kind of shifted a little bit to nation building, you know, even world building. This is still a great tool for use in your Pathfinder games as well as your Starfinder games.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I've had even that I'm... thought, Lauren. I just want to interrupt and say that when I got my eyes on the Galaxy Exploration Manual, it looks amazing for campaign building and world building in general. And I think. I think our Pathfinder first edition and our Pathfinder second edition fans are going to want to take a peek at it because it it, it actually gets your juices flowing uh, in that regard. And there's so many tables in it. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm doing too many previews, but I'm just excited about, about that book. So um, you were going to say, Param?
2: Yeah. When you're running a space game, it can seem a little bit intimidating when, you're, especially if you're doing a more sandboxy game uh, of, you know, not only are you having to come up with what's in this next town they're coming up with, but there's a whole planet and an ecosystem and an and alien species that they have to involve in. And that deck was a really brilliant way of, of being able to very quickly uh, randomize and come up with inspirations for that, or just to just take it and run with it as is. Um, ever since I've gotten my hands on it, I don't run Run any Starfinder games. Hey, I use it in my Traveller games.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think we're very proud of our Pathfinder and Starfinder rules, but a lot of our products are things that can really help you no matter what role playing game you use. That there's a lot of cross pollination that that goes on, and um, I think that's good for the industry and and good for RPG players. Um, after after that interview with uh, Joe Cassini, we'll have Tales of Lore Tournament of Champions, and that's going to be a panel uh, focusing on um, our newest Pathfinder Adventure Path. It's a three-volume adventure path, um, Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, and that's going to be also some really amazing art. And um, and well, unfortunately, we've had some really you know twenty twenty esque. Uh, shipping delays uh, recently that have really changed our, our delivery schedule um, all of those all of all three of those volumes are just around the quarter they haven't quite hit as early as we wanted to in terms of getting them into people's hands but we'll be able to talk about them and uh, showcase them and I believe they're all dropping simultaneously all three volumes or very close to that so uh, people will be able to get it in their hands and just go and I know there's a lot of enthusiasm for that so that's gonna be that panel. Um, and then no direction will interview pathfinder developer, Patrick, uh, Rainey and, um, really dig deep into behind the scenes of that adventure path. Something that I'm sure you'll all look forward to after that, we have secrets of Galarian, which is a, um, an, an hour long panel of really focusing on the setting of Galarian and the lost omens uh, line. So more gorgeous arts more really specific to our you know more more facts that are really specific to to our campaign setting which i think is is one of everyone acknowledges is is one of the fortes of the the, the pathfinder brand is not just the rules but also the incredibly detailed and versatile setting we've created and then lastly today we've got live play uh, the Starfinder one-shot Band on the Run with the no, uh, the Dragons and Things network. Uh, that will be... You will see the return of Xander, Katie, Gabe, Michelle as they reunite for um, uh, uh, some Starfinder mischief and mayhem. So the four of them were the... Uh, they're the talent behind the Troubles in Otari limited Pathfinder uh, live play that we did at the beginning of the year. Um, and... And then three of the four of them part, were able to come back and participate in our Scoured Stars um, live play in which we really showcased the the, the Starfinder organized play plotline, uh, Scoured Stars. And so they've really, uh, they're really as, as, live play influencers and personalities and entertainers they've now uh, been able to sink their teeth into both pathfinder second edition and starfinder and uh and they'll be bringing you uh the starfinder one-shot band on the run today it's specifically that that one shot is specifically designed to be played on virtual tabletop um on twitch uh for i think it's really something that our content creators our community are going to want to look at and say i think we could do that and maybe we can even do that better but, you know I, I always think of role playing as such a cooperative uh, collaborative um event and process but i think you know everybody can that's the wonderful thing about these stories is they can all be retold in different ways with different flavors and i think that when you see this one shot you'll be able to say i want to do that i want to play those characters and i want to share that with my community so i think people they're only like five dollar downloads so uh they're really accessible they will go band on the run will go on sale tonight uh at 6 p.m pacific when the moment the show starts so you'll be able to get your hands on it you'll be able to to play it for with your friends at home if that's all you want to do you'll be able to play it online for your community if that's what you want to do and it'll be available to play um at paizo itself we have tables set up and openings so that you can you can play band on the run if, if, if that's what you want to do Okay, that's the day's schedule, Uh, let's go back to No Direction after I've inundated everybody with the logistics and the agenda and just see if there's any highlights that you're looking forward to today. Or any thoughts that you had while I was talking about the agenda. Um,
3: I'm excited to see what kind of craziness Eric Mona has in store for us so soon. I've seen him so many times at so many different conventions, and it's never a dull moment. I'm oh, sure this a... isn't gonna be any different. <laughs>
0: Indeed, right. he, he's he's a high energy speaker.
3: So uh,
2: for those of you, uh, uh, the banquet speech has always been sort of like the big, huge uh, set piece event for the PaizoCons. And this time for PaizoCon Online, Eric on the keynote is kind of filling in for uh, the, the quote unquote virtual banquet speech. So a lot of the big heavy humongous hype announcements are going to happen just immediately after this panel when Eric takes over And so we'll have uh, a, we'll be able to talk about all the cool exciting announcements basically throughout the entire convention beyond that point. I also want to, a shout out to the two secrets panels that are going to be happening throughout PaizoCon, the one that ends ends, uh, the seminars today, Secrets of Galarian, and then later on Secrets of Pact Worlds. For the lore lovers in the audience, this is like golden opportunity. Like they go deep with these references and these connections, and this is heavily audience participation. So if there is some weird secret tiny part Uh, this little gem hidden in the campaign setting they will be able to expand expand on that and and really enrich this is going to be your chance to find out things that you're never going to be able to find out any other way
0: indeed indeed um yeah they know they know this world like the back of their hand and uh they've either made it or they've read everything (laughs) so uh that will definitely be a lore experience and you know that reminds me of something that you said ryan way back when lost omens legends came out um i remember you saying that when you saw that hardcover you know that has a lot of detailed npcs in it um with a lot of plot and background and in some ways you said that drew you into the world of pathfinder in a way that no other uh Pathfinder product really had before. It's very rules-light and crunch-light, that book, but it's lore-heavy. And that makes me think that even if you're relatively new to Pathfinder, Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Lost Omens, and Galarian, you will still enjoy these Secrets of Galarian or Secrets of the Pact Worlds seminars. Even if you don't understand all the details that they're talking about, it's just like, I, I I, can imagine anytime anybody shares their campaign world with me, and I'm like, I'm not sure I get it, but I want to know more. And I think that's the experience you'll have with Secrets of Galarian and Secrets of the Pact Worlds. You might not get every reference, but if you're anything like me, you're going to be taking notes and saying, okay, now I need to look that up. <laughs> you know. So um, I think it a, a deep dive into lore can be a really rewarding experience for both experienced and... Um, new players. Uh, any thoughts that you wanted to share? Or should we just go, ha- talk a little bit about uh, the other highlights in the next in the in the coming days? Because I'd, I'd like to just shout out about uh, some of those.
1: I'm only, uh, yeah. well, I am Negrits looking forward magics. to hearing more about the Ruby Phoenix tournament. That is year three of the Pathfinder Society Adventure Path, was a uh, sorry, Pathfinder Society, not Adventure Path, Pathfinder Society organized play. Year three was the year of the Ruby Phoenix, and it was centered around the Ruby Phoenix tournament. And it was the first year that I really wanted to like try and play all of the scenarios in order and make it a full campaign. So I like that now that we've got Year of the Ruby Phoenix coming out, we've got it as a full campaign. It's something that we can revisit in order as the tournament is meant to be played out.
2: And Ruby yeah, Phoenix, of... Year of the Ruby Phoenix was some of the best PFS scenarios out there. Um, the Path to Perfection series is maybe my top uh, low level series for all of Pathfinder and it was, took place. I have so many wonderful memories about that time. So I'm, I'm, I'm with Ryan on this. The Year of the Ruby Phoenix AP is gonna be awesome
3: great the thing i'm most excited about for this whole paizo is to hear more about secrets of magic and i don't think i'm alone on this magus (laughs) is such a cool class and so many of my builds cannot wait to see how it fits in there and let me remind you that in 2e here okay when a new base class comes out you're not just getting a new class you can play you're also getting a whole new smorgasbord of class feats via art types, which means you can make any class you want a little bit more Mega-C. guys. This opens the door to so many crazy builds. <laughs> I am so excited to hear more about it.
0: Indeed, yeah. Um, the Secrets of Magic. Uh, the Secrets of Magic panel is Saturday at uh, one p.m. Pacific. Uh, and then, of course, there will be a, a no direction interview uh, at two, uh, in which Lauren, you'll be there and able to talk to Logan directly about Secrets of Magic. So that's two hours of Secrets of Magic. It's going to be intense and wonderful. I mean, I think I think people have a ton of questions about the the magus. It uh, people have seen the play test, they had feedback for the designers, and this will be I expect the the first time they can really talk about what was finally decided, what the crunch is, what people have to look forward to when the book finally comes out. Um, and also let's not forget the summoner, the, uh, our, our iconic summoner who was, who was just released uh, a few days ago uh, with her pink dragon uh, is kind of a big hit. And- She um, is so
2: precious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone's gonna wanna talk about how summoning works um, in a mechanical way it at that seminar and in those two seminars but also i i think that the summoner concept um is an amazing entry point into pathfinder i've seen people who don't play role-playing games at all um look at a little girl and her magical pink dragon and think i want to play that i want to play something like that that gets me interested in a summoner in a way that I never did before, was never interested before. So I think it, it breathes some fresh life into a concept that, you know, has been a part of the Pathfinder world for years, but also is pretty darn welcoming for people who have never played role-playing games before. So I think that's that uh, looks like a home run to me. Uh, although you guys tell me, does, is the Magus something? I mean, do you think the Magus is a, an entry-level class or not?
2: The Magus, entry the, the level. whole idea no. of the...
1: <laughs> Definitely a great sure. I mean, Really fun, but entry
3: level, no. I disagree so hard. Any <laughs> class is entry level. If you have the right GM who knows how to explain it and make it simple okay. for you. Okay, okay. <laughs> I have made so Well, I many do think.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do think the Magus is a fantasy fiction concept that people understand you know uh you know so if you just take it from the standpoint of i have a character concept and i want to make it i think you know the magus is 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 definitely front and center there so i think people are going to take that ball and run with it
3: <laughs> what's It'll nice about the magus is that there are so many there's so many people out there myself included who just have builds that are here's a marshal and here's a spellcaster you know, you've got your base class and you've got all of these archetype dedication feats going into making it the facsimile of a Magus. But now we actually get the Magus, y'all. We can do more with our builds. Yeah, or make I your Magus
2: Fireball. I want to punch people with it. <laughs>
0: Maybe make, you know, and be with archetypes, you can make your Magus a little bit more of a fighter if you take the fighter archetype. Or maybe a little bit more of a wizard if you add the wizard archetype with it. It's it's a very customizable midpoint to take the or character a little bit more of a
3: Viking?
0: Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> because, because Vikings use runes, and runes, runes are magic. So you could have a Magus runic, Viking, I absolutely see it, Lauren.
3: <laughs> my favorite character I've ever played of all time. I've been trying to remake her in two E, and it's tough because there's just so much going on with it. I think Magus is going to solve my problems.
0: Excellent. Well, also on Saturday we uh, we've got a, a a look at Paizo's beginning years Saturday morning. So if you just want to talk a uh, take a trip down memory lane with some of the uh, the founders of the uh, Paizo as a company, uh, enjoy that we've also got uh, a seminar on starfinder adventures from 3 to 4 pm pacific in which the, the a lot of the editors and developers are going to be in one panel to talk about the starfinder adventure line as you may know we've recently made some changes in that okay we have starfinder one shots now uh we have uh we're launching our first starfinder standalone adventure And because we're creating all of this new additional content, we've cut back on... Well, we've reorganized the the Starfinder adventure paths so that they come out every other month. So it's still a ton of Starfinder adventure um, content. It's just being delivered in all sorts of different um, flavors and and sized chunks so that you can choose what's right for you and your group. So I think that's really exciting. And then uh, uh, there will be a No Direction interview with Starfinder developer Jason Keeley right after the Starfinder Adventures panel. And then there's the Secrets of Pact Worlds, uh, which we gave a shout out about earlier um, in order to uh, dive deep into the lore of Starfinder. Um, and I'll just finish off by saying on Saturday that we have another uh, key uh, Keystone live play, the Pathfinder One-Shot Dinner at Lion Lodge with our partners Glass Cannon Podcast. They'll be producing that. Uh, also starts at 6 p.m. Pacific, uh, 9, 9 p.m. Eastern uh, on Saturday night. That's a Pathfinder one-shot. It's designed to be played online on virtual tabletop. It will also go on sale uh, at 6 p.m. Saturday night. You can grab it. You can start playing it with your friends. And you, it ha- both of these one-shots have um, pre-generated characters. So that's mm. really out of the norm for most Pathfinder and Starfinder adventures, so it just makes it that much easier to jump into this adventure and have a night of fun. And uh, so those don't really miss. Fun
2: line oh, sorry. Go ahead. So having those really fun pre-generated characters for these one shots is really great because that's one of the reasons that uh, the Weeby Goblin series was such a fantastic way to introduce mm-hmm. people to uh, to um, to Pathfinder. And why Skitter Crash and and, um, and Skitter Shot are like wonderful. Uh, ways to get invested in the world of Starfinder. These, these you just, anybody, if you have one of those adventures, if you have one of these pre-shots, you can just go, hey, let's play Pathfinder right now. Let's play Starfinder right now. And you don't yeah. need to spend like a couple of hours getting ready.
0: Indeed. That is the point. Make it easy. <laughs> because, question from uh, you know. We,
1: Aaron. It's from, oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, actually, No Directions official Pisocon Countdown correspondent, Darren Kaldemeyer. He wants to know if there are prizes being randomly drawn throughout PaizoCon this weekend.
0: Indeed. Go to, um, not on Twitch. We did prizes on Twitch last year. We're not doing them this year on Twitch. We're just focusing on prizes on Discord. Um, and there's a prize channel, I believe, that you sign up for. And we have over 400 um, prizes. And we have two dedicated uh, Paizo, uh, staff members from the marketing team, (laughs) two or three, um, making sure that those happen, uh, frequently. So, um, you know, make sure that you look for the, the, the prizes. Uh, it, there's codes. We just have like over 400 codes to give away. So make sure you're paying attention to those. You'll walk away with something, um, unexpected, maybe something you were really hoping for, maybe something you've never heard of before. Um, but make sure you, uh, you pay attention to that. We've, we've already started giving them away um, as of at least 10 o'clock this morning. And I know that about over 125 people were in the raffle for that first giveaway. And uh, now that we're on Twitch talking about it, it's going to be a lot more competitive. So get your bums there. Um, that answers that question, I think. Let me just dive into the Sunday highlights Uh, because in a mere 10 minutes, we're going to turn uh, over to uh, to Eric Mona and his keynote. So Sunday, Sunday morning, uh, of course, we start off with uh, the No Direction um, pre-seminar discussion. Uh, Actually, let me circle back one minute, because I forgot to say this. I want to make sure that if you're interested in the Pathfinder Arena board game, tune in Saturday morning at 1130, because Stefano from Jackie Uniti in Italy is going to have a 15 minute interview with no direction on the Pathfinder arena board game and how it's shaping up. It looks gorgeous. It's got minis that you use, uh, of our iconics to actually play the game and the walls shift and it's actually, it's not cooperative at all. It's absolutely cutthroat. You're trying to, you know, murder hobo each other, I suppose. And, uh, Different flavor, but still Pathfinder branded and something you're going to want to learn more about. So Stefano will be there to talk to you Saturday morning at 1130. Uh, now, s- switching back to the Sunday morning uh, seminar, that No Direction starts at 1145, 15 minutes before noon, 15 minutes before we get started. And then we're going to have the art of Paizo from noon to one. And that's really cool because Kent, one of our in-house artists, uh, we is going has actually created a unique monster based on a, on a survey that we posted on our blogs uh, a week or 10 days ago. So he's actually sketched that monster, and you'll be able to see a time lapse of the creation of that unique creature. And then um, so, so managing art director Sonia Morris and Adam Vick and Kent will be there to show you some of their favorite art, talk about the art process at Paizo. Um, and probably answer a few questions for those of you who um, are interested in in being professional artists for, for Paizo. Um, it's, that'll be a part of the conversation, or at least you can ask the questions that you want. Um, so don't miss that. And then and then on Sunday, we've got Mwangi. We've got Tales of Lore, exploring the Mwangi, the Mwangi Expanse, starting at one p.m. Sunday, 1, 1, 1 Pacific, and that's going to be. The next Lost Omens hardcover that's coming, over 300 pages, you've seen me rave about it or heard me rave about it on my personal Twitter account. The art is incredible. You're going to see a lot of the art in Eric's keynote, and it's going to make you drool, and it's going to make you excited. And so you'll have to wait until Sunday to actually (laughs) find out more um, about it. But you'll have two hours because not only will we have an hour of a panel, we'll have an hour with No Direction and Pathfinder developer Eleanor Farron. Uh, So that'll take us from one to three. And then we'll turn it back to uh, two Ask the Experts um, panels, in which it's kind of just open Q&A for both Starfinder from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific and Pathfinder from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, um, in which it's just going to be a lot of Twitch conversations between the panel and y'all. So you can... Ask the questions that you didn't uh, get answers to over the course of the con, and see if they'll answer them. Maybe, um, and so so that'll be that'll be great. And then I'll be back here with uh, the no direction team to kind of wrap things up for an hour and talk about everything we learned. And, take a deep breath and start to process it all. <laughs> and lastly, um, turn it over with a live play from our friends at Q times from uh, 6 to 10 PM Pacific. So there's one more live play, um, Sunday night, and that will feature organized play managing, uh, organized play managing developer, Linda, uh, Zayas Palmer, uh, with that, with the, the guys at, uh, Q times. So that's great. Um, n- the only event that's happening, uh, Monday, is another digital adventure with our friends uh to perception with gm squiddish from two to six p.m pacific uh monday the 31st monday the rest of monday is really devoted to games and events on discord where um we we give the paizo staff a chance to take a deep breath and, and have um a weekend off from twitch <laughs> um but you'll find a lot of us uh in Discord, and you can interact with us on Monday on in Discord. So that's the big picture. I just wanted to get that out there um, because in uh, just uh, in just a minute, I'm going to start tra- transitioning over to, um, to making sure that we can do the tech transition to Eric Mona's um, keynote. Are there any uh, parting thoughts, uh, no direction that you we need to share?
1: I'm looking forward to all the Mindy Expanse coverage. The Lost Omens line has been killing it. Every single book is incredible and better than the last. And so, uh, it's honestly, it doesn't even matter what the topic is at this point. If it's a Lost Omens book, I'm interested. And then when it is a topic I'm interested in, like Exploring the Mwangi Expanse, that gets me incredibly excited for what that book's gonna be.
0: Indeed. All right, I wanna thank everybody for uh, joining me today. I wanna thank you for being our hosts for PaizoCon Online 2021. And uh, at this point, I'm just going to say, please join us in the next five to uh, five minutes or so as uh, for Eric Mona, as Eric Mona officially opens Physicon online, 2021, don't miss his key keynote address, uh, including a sneak peek of some of our upcoming projects. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you soon.